0: This is Ox Return, a podcast about recording and the recording process. Uh, each week we have a guest in to perform a couple songs and talk about their process. This week uh, we have Chase Petra. <laughs> Uh, That was In an Emergency Such as The End of the World uh, from their new record, Liminal, that just came out on Friday. I think we're going to jump right into a song, then we can get to talking. Uh, What's this first song called?
1: This one's uh, Contractual, and I guess we'll just hit it then. (laughs) ¶¶
2: What's it? Ir-
3: So this is the Ox Return Podcast. We're here at Big Ego Studios in Long Beach with Chase Petra. Um, congrats on the new album. Um, thank you. Sounds thank amazing. You. Yeah, We've been listening so to much. it
0: uh, since it came out. Just just Friday, right? Yeah. 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 That's got to be
1: horrifying. Oh, it's a dream come <laughs> true. Yeah,
4: it's awesome. The yeah.
1: scariest thing on the planet. Very exciting, too. <laughs> so we were talking earlier.
0: You guys are fairly new at f- releasing an LP like in a year and a half. Yeah, that's that's pretty gnarly. Yeah,
1: I mean, I guess we didn't. We it just kind of spiraled, you yeah. know. We we started the band and then it was this thing where it was like, oh, this is what you do, right?
0: Yeah, not yeah. really. <laughs> like most people <laughs> do a couple not. of yeah. EPs or like three or four EPs. I think you guys <laughs> jumped in
4: yeah. at Fuck first. it, <laughs> it, it was. It, I feel like for for me and Hunter, we played in a bunch of bands together over the well, a band a few bands over the years and um we've always done eps and all of our recording work have been singles and eps and for brooke i think that was like was that your first recording experience
5: uh no i've recorded before but oh. just not a full-length yeah album. so it, all of us have recorded
4: <laughs> before and like we've i i think it was a goal personally for me and i think for all of us just to actually do a, a record because yeah th- we do live in a world of eps and singles now and it's it just true. It's definitely a selfish endeavor, but it was like 100% the most exciting thing ever. We
1: wanted to give people too much to listen to. Yeah, (laughs)
4: we're trying to ruin your day. (laughs) No, well, it
0: sounds sounds fantastic. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you coming in and, and playing some of the tunes from it. Yeah, totally. So how did you guys meet? I mean, I know that you two, you said that you've been in a band. And how did you meet Brooke?
5: Uh, We had a mutual friend who they were just talking and I think you expressed, Hunter expressed that they were looking for just a bass player. Um, And then my friend texted me, said, hey, you want to play bass and sing for this band? Yeah. And it was definitely
1: kind of a last ditch like. I was reaching the end of my rope at year 19 in community college, feeling very depressed, (laughs) and my friend was like, yeah, I know this girl, she plays bass, and I was like, that sounds fantastic. I have no faith that this is going to work, and then it totally did. Yeah.
6: (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah. everything just
5: kind of fell into place for us. It was cool.
0: Very cool. Do you guys want to play another tune? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. No. (laughs) What's what's this next tune called?
5: This next one is called Stand By. Stand By. Stand By. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>
0: This is Ox Return with uh, Chase Petra in the studio playing some songs for us. Um, that was, what, what was the name of that song? Standby. by.
3: <laughs> so um, obviously right now we're in a studio, um, but you guys mentioned that most, all the songs were home recordings. Yeah. Um, between two houses?
4: Yeah. we Yeah, we, we sort three? of, yeah, three, I three guess. Three houses. We, yeah. yeah. We recorded most of like the bass, drums, guitar, and, and percussion and stuff like yeah. at a place called the Palisades mm-hmm. in, and Upland. in Upland and then um, we recorded like the quartet on the last song on the album is actually in my front room at my house and then we mix and mastered and kind of re-recorded some stuff at uh, our friend Peter Stone's house. Yeah.
1: Because you see, um, like we don't have any money. Yeah.
4: So. <laughs> so whoever wanted to do it could do it.
3: <laughs> so you guys, so you guys had the songs all basically formed and did the instrumentation at different houses. Is that what is that what
1: happened?
6: Um, it's
3: kind not
1: of interesting. All of the songs. Yeah. Were full. One of the songs in particular, um, Monet issues. That one we kind of wrote as we went. Like mm-hmm. the basic structure existed. Um, you know, we had the lyrics and the melodies and all that stuff, but. As for how we were going to play it and what the actual structure was, we kind of made it up as we went. But most of the other songs, I'd say, were relatively solid. Yeah, kind of
0: fleshed out. Yeah,
1: Yeah, It's it's really
0: interesting to me to hear that you guys did record all the basic rhythm tracks Mm. at one location because it does not sound like that on the record
4: ah yeah thank (laughs) you that was actually that was that was my goal was every song was supposed to be uh, a little bit different that is
0: that definitely comes across and it sounds like how long did it take you to record the record I mean, less than a year and a half, obviously. Uh,
4: actually, it took us about nine, yeah. nine to ten months. Okay. Yeah. Of recording so
0: this record sounds like it was made over like three or four oh years. God, yes, that's so you.
4: sweet. I don't even know if that's a compliment. Like, I just like. <laughs> I don't know if for, it is either for me. it sounds like it took I, it, too long. <laughs> because
0: I think that there are there are two sides of the coin to that. Mm-hmm. Like, there are there is making a record over the course of a, a couple days, and there's something really cool about that. Yeah. Yeah. And now, then there's making a record over the course of a couple years, and that's its own different thing that has it's uh, you there's places to get lost in the record mm-hmm. whereas with the other record it's kind of like a, a really cool representation of right. that moment that moment yeah exactly well,
5: i guess you can hear that because some of the songs were written before mm-hmm. um and then some of them like some of them are really old kind of and then yeah. some of them we wrote really quickly like mm-hmm. after we had already started recording yeah so I guess maybe that's why you can hear a progression of time because there is one. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just in the songwriting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: Right. Like temp- temporary, I think, is the oldest because yeah. I, I wrote the basic like lyrics and structure for that when I was like sixteen, mm. and I'm 22 now, yeah. so it's been a second.
4: Yeah, <laughs> and it's kind of interesting. Like I, I when going into it, I wanted to like I knew this album was going to be a bit of a mixed bag. Which, um which I love those kind of records um and like albums like candy floss by Wilco um would have it's like a like though that kind of album where it just jumps sonically song to song mm-hmm. um and even like and and like the, the the structure of the song changes like they're not well obviously but like <laughs> the there's like a development went through the through the whole record and I think that was something we wanted to do and that was that was that was what was exciting about it for me.
0: Yeah, it definitely achieved, I'd say. Yeah. Wow.
6: Do you guys want to play <laughs> Sick another one? Shit. And
0: then we, we can come back and talk a little more? Hell
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, this next one's called See You Next Tuesday.
4: Okay.
6: <laughs> You're okay with that, Evan? Okay, cool. Mm.
3: That sounded killer. <laughs> Thanks. So, circling back to the home recording, uh, you guys mentioned Upland, and I'm from Palmdale, so I'm picturing the same situation that I kind of grew up in, where mm-hmm. you're in a tracked house, you put the drums in the kitchen, or the garage <laughs> if you have the wood door. What was your guys' uh, room of choice in, in, in your home recording? Do stuff in?
1: Well, there uh, was a massive, massive, massive room. living room. Yeah. yeah. So, we just, I think... We, vocals kind of we everything in there. Yeah, the yeah, vocals we did in a bedroom very dry and everything else was just in this yeah. massive wood room. flooring it had a whole stone wall stone wall, yeah fireplace cool. yeah crazy yeah
4: we didn't really actually for some of the recordings we didn't really even try to do any sort of like room sounds either mm-hmm. like we got you know, out of overheads for the drums and stuff but most of that kind of uh atmosphere stuff came in the mixing process
1: but you know what was a crazy room to record in though it was uh, Evan's living room. Yeah. That was it's fun. got like crazy vaulted ceilings hmm. and wooden floors. And so they were putting microphones and bowls and, and yeah, places. we have a really
4: cool like I have like a um, like you know those like storm rooms where they they have like a where you put your coat like a coat room before yeah, you go into the like house. Threshold yeah, or or yeah. Like a yeah, a we mud like room. a very, mud very room. yeah, there's like a really small version of that in my house. And we we mic'd up like the corner and got some really cool reflections and stuff. Um, yeah, th- that room was pretty flippin' sick. It's a great room to track drums. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. So then probably
3: not a lot of uh reverb plugins weren't weren't used on this record then. Uh when it when c- vocals, yeah. Well vocals, mm-hmm. yeah. Vo- for especially Brooks vocals.
5: We had a yeah. lot of fun panning my vocals all over the place. Want them mm. wet. <laughs> Want them thick Get and it juicy. Get it wet like
4: yeah. a nice burrito.
0: <laughs> so basics. Are you playing those together or are you laying down drum kit and going through Guitar, bass.
4: Oh, so. some, uh, de- some yeah, for like some certain songs, like we tracked Buildings Roman live, the and bass, standby. drums, guitar, and standby mm-hmm. live. How do you make a decision like that?
0: Ooh,
1: feel it out.
2: Feel, feel it out.
4: out yeah. song. For example, like we we recorded Standby to a click and just and didn't work. Just did not feel good, Mm-mm. and it's like one of those songs where you kind of need to speed up and slow down in certain areas. Uh-huh. And um, same with Buildings Roman, we did that one without a click, and we just kind of went in all for it. Which is why, actually, those beeps are in the beginning. The boop, yeah. boop, boop is so to get we can get Hunter on to playing. Yeah, we just liked
5: them, so we kept it. Yeah. Yeah, we
4: had to overdub some things. Um, but yeah, it was, I guess it was mostly standby and, and buildings Roman we did without a click and live. But all the other stuff. Oh, no, and, and sex. Um, kind of maybe we, we oh, tracked live Oh, yeah.
5: Oh, wait. And the jammy thing in Monet issues.
4: Yeah, yeah, and mm. the jammy, Ooh, the second section. We can't
5: be confined by a click.
4: Yeah, it's just <laughs> I, don't I can't gone, have
1: the constriction.
2: I can
4: I've gone through too many uh, feelings about the click, and now I just need to be my it's friend every once a in a while. Torrid it it it's
1: been a horrid relationship. I know. Listeners,
4: listening to us play, tell us if we need. A click. Yeah. You, <laughs> you did. I mean,
0: like you sound tight to me.
4: Oh, thank I, you. Well, That's I, I, think,
1: I think the main thing about uh, playing with these people is like. We connect to each other. Like, yeah, the too. robots and the clicks are useful at times. Good for but reference. But not every time. It's not how it's
5: supposed
1: to be. Yeah, Jesus. Not, yeah, man. I recently went on this whole thing where I was like, do you ever listen to musicians, like, talk? And <laughs> like, they're, we sound like, (laughs) dude. I
2: hate it.
1: Why why do you say this so much? I was listening to a conversation the other day, and like, I love both of the people that were having this conversation. But one of the guys goes, "Yeah, you know, it was just like really vibe over feel." Oh yeah. And I was just like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna strangle you." So we've been saying
5: that ever since.
1: Vibe over (laughs) feel. But like, I get it. The thing is, like, in context, you understand what they're saying. But it's also (laughs) just like, like, just every once in a while, as a musician, you got to step out of yourself and look at what what you're saying and recognize that, like...
4: It's stupid.
1: You're
6: stupid. You're <laughs> right. stupid.
0: We have those same terms in in audio. It's like... Warm and crunchy, or crunchy. like. Crunchy.
4: Mm. I've legit been in a studio where, where the guy's like, Can you make it sound orange? <laughs> and like, oh, yeah. I know what he means. Like, I can get, I can, yeah. we can work through that,
3: but shut up.
1: But you said, Yeah, <laughs> we're That's gonna, a we're color. gonna, the thing is, we're gonna keep talking like that. Yeah. It's not gonna
2: yeah. change.
3: Uh, yeah. Engineers, if I get in a conversation with another en- engineer, my girlfriend just says, Oh God man, you're just talking no. in numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. talking about 12AX7 or something oh. like that, You know, <laughs> like just talking numbers. I can't, I'm not a gear.
1: My I'm not a gear man. <laughs> that's a freeway, right? Yeah,
0: that was gonna be a question, but maybe it won't be because-
1: I'm a <laughs> gear man. I <laughs> that's, love That's gear. the gear man.
0: He's yeah, so man man what, what pieces set. did you use on the record?
4: But, what do you mean? Uh, like interface, plugs. Oh, I'm, that's not my gear. I know, we don't, I can no... tell you, I <laughs> oh. um. I mean, kind of like all home, it was all, it's a home studio, so mm-hmm. we have. I think our interface was like, we could get a lot, he could work out a lot of mics. I think for some of the tracks, we did like the drums into a mixer, and then ran that mixer into an interface, so Got we could it. get more tra- more summed, tracks. Yeah. Summed
0: drums. Exactly,
4: which is actually really fun for like guitar pedals and stuff too. Which we, we yeah, reamp some stuff.
0: And it's really cool to print that stuff when it's happening because the yeah. decision can't be made later. Exactly. And I, I, there's a, some magic that happens sometimes. Surely, I mean. True. Totally.
1: Hopefully,
4: a lot of this record was done. <laughs> there's some dog shit too. Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs>
4: A, a lot of this uh, record was done post. Um, a, a lot of the ideas and stuff came after the fact. We recorded a lot of it, so like,
6: mm-hmm.
4: like Monet issues, for example. Like, we recorded that song, and that whole second half of the song, that jammy section, mm. wasn't supposed to be the end. Like, it was supposed to be a chorus, or like the bridge, and then go back to a chorus, mm-hmm. and then like all the banjos and. Extra guitar parts that Hunter wrote, like all that stuff came after we were. Yeah, all the
0: it. acoustic guitar in the record sounds really interesting. Fucking Hunter <laughs> nailed that
4: shit. That was so yeah, good. Yeah, did. I, you Hunter's know, Hunter's insane.
1: I love writing music. I love playing music. But I will say, I think a lot of a lot of the stuff was post because I. Like, I'm not using pedals right now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which pedals are my pedals. I'm like, I'm just not. I've never learned gear. Yeah. I really haven't. You're and
3: better off for it, I think. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. The, the pedal well, can sometimes be a little bit of a crutch. Right. Okay. <laughs> but then when you find out, you're like, oh, okay, oh, shit, I could not play very good. These.
1: Yes, that's <laughs> what I need. No. Um, no, and I think sometimes it, it can be like detrimental to this. But like, I don't know. We've made it this far.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of trouble that engineers or producers get into where technology can get in between the music and right. the performer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it results in some fuckery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. that needs to be eliminated at <laughs> all like at any cost. Right.
1: Because you could go on forever.
0: Yeah. I mean there are a lot of producers that I mean, for instance in, in this studio there's one headphone mix. Mm-hmm. I can't send you reverb. Um, like there, that's a like a calculated design mm-hmm. like they don't
3: yeah another location that we work at has a personal mixer and then you know there's two hands there's a double-edged sword you yeah, know yeah. some people are like oh this is great i sound great in here and then others are the whole time like it just doesn't sound right yeah. it doesn't sound yeah. right and it's like well you know we're trying, we're <laughs> yeah. trying. That's something I need to learn. It's good to be told no sometimes.
6: Yeah. yeah. That's no, a, it's a, true. That's a I, it's probably
5: better that I don't have reverb. <laughs>
6: yeah. <laughs> but I think in
5: general, we, we've, we like, wanted to try a whole bunch of things. And we really have. But I think the things that we've added to the record or mm-hmm. added to our live sound have been things that we felt were necessary. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like we have a bunch of there's just not,
1: Yeah, there's not a lot of extra extraneous shit. bullshit. Yeah. Um, because I also am kind of of the philosophy that, like, whatever's coming out is coming out. Like, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. can't force yourself to make something that you shouldn't be making. Right. You know? Yeah. Sounds or songs, you yeah. know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's the, it's the, you can roll a dog shit in glitter, but you can't really.
5: But exactly. exactly. It's still dog I've shit. I've never heard that.
1: But I, I love that.
4: some pretty good glitter dog shit <laughs> <laughs> I can show you. I've so. seen some beautiful dog shit, man. <laughs> um yeah. No, that's something I want to do for where we go in the future is I want to I want to do a lot more pre-production mm-hmm. rather than post-production. Mm-hmm. And I I I'm trying to become of the philosophy of doing it then and there and and having the best you can in the moment um rather than doing it just because you feel like you need to and then figuring out what to do with it or what mm-hmm. to delete. Yeah, yeah, or what to get rid of. Yeah, like, it's hard to, it was, it's, It's. It, I mean, I I wonder what, what the, the process is like. But, like, I love those, like, live-sounding records that sound great. And then I also like these, like, mixed bag, what was going on in their heads album. <laughs> but, and I, I just wonder, like, I, I feel like those mixed bag albums come from, like, post-production. A lot of, like, Definitely. what do we do now <laughs> that it's all here? yeah. So huh. that's what I want to go for next is what do we do before? Well, let's just do
0: a live thing now.
6: Oh,
0: right. <laughs> Whoa. Right, Whoa. free studio time, free studio time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is Chase Petra on Ox Return. What's the next tune?
5: This next one is called Quicksand. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's got to pull the mallets out. <laughs>
3: So it sounds like you guys were uh, really instrumental in the recording process. Now, when it came time to mixing, were you guys mostly in the room the whole time, or were you mixing it yourself? Or
5: most of the time, yeah. Our producer would basically, you know, get a a solid mix in, and then we'd go in and agonize over, oh yes. god, the guitar tone and the and the and the, and the, <sighs> the snare and the uh-huh. bass and the. Yeah. We have a lot of strong Turned opinions. Up a yeah, a little bit. Oh, can, can, you split the can you split the difference? Yeah, split the difference. That was the main
4: one. I love split the difference of that volume.
5: But we, we had a lot of fun though. It yeah. was it was always a really fun process. It was really
4: so. fun. I love that
3: stuff. Were there some influences that maybe played into the mix process, like oh, some baby. kind of sounds yeah. that you said you kind of get it like this? And yes. What were the go-to? You go you go first.
5: Oh, for me, definitely War Paint huh. is a big one. Uh, oh God, uh, Avril Lavigne. <laughs> That's one that we like, old Full Avril Lavigne. Yes. I mean, um, I don't think
0: like, I've heard those records. You haven't. I mean, Ooh. I know, I know the. Dude. Yeah, I know Skater Boy. Dude, you don't even I know. Are, Skater are we before? talking about pre-Skater Boy?
1: And we're talking about the first two. Uh,
5: <laughs> yeah, levels. during and directly don't you after. Don't laugh at me, They're bro? Great so so They're good. it <laughs> is uh, Avril Lavigne. Let Go and Under My Skin.
0: That's Let Go
3: one. has Skater Boy on yes. it. Yes,
1: was that the first album? Yeah. Damn. She really came out swinging. Yep.
3: Well, it did come through. I actually have it written down here. Sounds, <laughs> a few songs sound like mid-2000s. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sweet.
6: Except
0: they don't sound like Pro Tools. Like, okay, right. That's, like okay. plug in like, the yeah. Chris Lord Algae. Right, right. Yeah. Well,
5: that's this what's is funny is a couple of these songs you guys already had before mm-hmm. I joined, and they were yes. recorded then, and they did Different. sound more early 2000s-y. Mm-hmm. And then we recorded them now, and they sound like an updated version of of the songs and mm-hmm. really what we actually better, sound yeah. like.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah <much> exactly. <laughs> I like that. Some of the songs actually sound a little like, some of the songs sound a little like garage bandy. Like quick, yeah. Quicksand sounds a little like, um, it sounds like like a like a local band mix. I kind of like that. I, uh, I feel like it's a good way to. to it's honest. A, it's honest. Yeah. I Honesty. And like a lot of the a lot of the cellos and extra instruments came from. Like, I feel like the production of like Avril records and like. Like Fleetwood Mac and stuff. Why is she our main source of inspiration <laughs> right <laughs> now? That
6: <laughs> is it. That's
2: the only not all one we think yeah. about. Especially <laughs> like
4: Fiona Apple was like my main, uh. I, mm-hmm. like her production on some of her, on her some of her records, or like the reason why we did some of the things in the album. In um, Fleetwood Mac, always. I think mm-hmm.
5: vocally, I thought a lot about Warpaint and like mm. Bjork.
1: Mm. Bjork. Yeah. Mm. I. Um, I have no idea what the fuck I was thinking through this process. <laughs> just get us out. Get I us was out. just like I was just trying to survive, I think.
5: You had a lot of great opinions. Thank and you. Ideas.
1: I I just think I am on, oftentimes incredibly underprepared. Um but aren't we all aren't we all? But uh, I think I also, you know, you know it when you hear it. You know it when you hear it.
5: Well, yeah, we've talked about this a lot where, uh, I mean, to be honest, the only reason we know what each other's influences are are from podcasts and yeah. interviews where we have to talk about it. Yeah. Because, like, when we're writing and recording and stuff, we do we, not we have no idea what the other people's influences are. We just do it, and mm-hmm. we just do what it feels like the song needs and mm-hmm. what we want yeah. to write. So. Yeah, there's
0: definitely some traps to fall into, like, comparing records
3: yeah and i think if it's kind of it sounds like what happened was on kind of a subconscious level you weren't necessarily thinking about it and that's always when it comes through kind of as more organic influence rather than just i want it to sound like this oh i did
5: think of i did think of another one speedy ortiz Mm uh when we were trying to think like the more rocky ones especially the ones that we recorded um all together Mm -hmm. um yeah we definitely thought about speedy ortiz raising the skate in particular oh my god yeah yeah. That guitar uh, tone?
6: Woo! No,
1: I think uh, <laughs> in regards... Was that Evan? That was my
6: guitar tone. Jesus. <laughs> <This person>. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: um, yeah, and and I think you're right. Like this letting things subconsciously influence yeah. you. I'm just embarrassed to say <laughs> 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 the things that likely influence me. Panic at Why? The Disco. It's true.
6: They're good bands.
1: Well, I just spent, you know, you're a young woman and and people are like, this is what you fucking listen to? This is what you, it, it you dude. there's so well, much judgment. Yeah, we did
3: it earlier, laughing at Avril Lavigne.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's the general vein. I fucking, uh, warp Tour, Warp Tour circa yes. 2000.
6: Yes, yeah. this and is exactly what I heard.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dude.
4: That shit's the shit. It is the shit.
1: It's uh, it's fuck. I, I struggle internally. I
4: used to be on the other. Day. I used to make fun of Hunter for listening to Paramore and stuff.
1: <laughs> He's the reason I have a complex. Yeah,
4: and then I listen to Paramore and I was like, wow, <laughs> they're good. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> they're yeah. really good. Actually,
5: yeah. I never made fun of you for that. Yeah, but Thank I you. just. Well, that was. It. I was fourteen. It was, it was back in the day.
4: I would. You know what happens when you're fourteen and you listen to Wilco is that you say anyone that listens to anything else sucks. So. Uh, yes, <laughs> that's kind of the way it goes.
5: I was a purist in a similar way yeah. with uh, other stuff, so I get it. See, I I think
0: once you reach a certain age you look back at your your former pompous self <laughs> ass, and you are like ass. god i hope i'm not like all of the people who treated me like shit when i was uh, listening to those records yeah.
5: but hunter actually Made me realize something a while back. Yeah, we were talking about, oh, you know, it's kind of poppy but, da da. da, da. And you're yeah. like, wait, why do you have to say poppy but? Right. Like, what's wrong, what's with, wrong pop? with pop?
4: I like pop music. There's nothing wrong with pop.
5: And that. that was a big, I think, like, maturing moment for me almost. Ah. I was like, dude, there's nothing wrong with pop. Pop just yeah. means that it's something
1: people catch to listen to. Yeah. yeah.
5: Like, sure, there's shitty pop, but there's
1: shitty, shitty rock everything. too.
6: Yeah. yeah. So yeah. There's
1: true.
5: Ain't nothing wrong with pop.
1: Ain't nothing wrong with pop, even though it makes me sweaty when I think about it.
0: <laughs> Evan, did you have some records?
4: Oh, to reference for yeah. The, Um hmm. yeah, I mean, I thought a lot about I thought a lot about Candy Floss by Wilco. I thought a lot about Tusk by Fleetwood Mac. Ugh. A lot the, about the
0: gro- your grooves are definitely Tusk. Mm-hmm. Wow.
5: <laughs> wow, that was a huge compliment <laughs> to him.
4: <laughs> yes.
6: <Ooh>. That <laughs> <laughs>
4: um yeah, a lot of a lot of Tusk by Fleetwood Mac. Um a lot of Fiona Apple, I love like Matt Chamberlain and all of his stuff mm-hmm. that he's done. I, I like to think like when it comes to like the drum stuff, I don't really I don't really have I mean I have a lot to say when it comes to arranging um and like orchestrating and that's where I I like to think I my strong suit is. But when it comes to like writing or like I don't I don't work in the whole chord mm-hmm. department or lyric department. I
1: Yeah, but you know what I will say that is one of my favorite things about working with these people, and by these people I mean Brooke and Evan. <laughs> because these people. you know, yeah, Evan is super into arranging. He wants to be involved in how things sound and how the song goes. Like we do not quote unquote stay in our lanes.
4: Oh yeah, no, we oh, all kind we of don't. mess with no, each other. No. Which is fun. Like it's it's yeah. fun.
5: It's the only reason that it's any good, I hope.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's good. I think
5: that's what makes it so. So good. I think. I think it's. Good. I, I like Yeah. Her I well,
4: it's,
0: I, it, it, I think it's the authenticity and the honesty. Like that. Does that, it.
4: that has always been something we talk about. Thanks. Is like yeah. we just we got to be honest with each other. Yeah. And and like for for example, like I I didn't want like it felt weird because there's cello there's cello on the song prologue and it, it just literally mimics like, Brooke's baseline, mm-hmm. and the only reason I thought of that is just because, it was it was just it's a really emotional moment in the song. I just wanted to like support it more. But never before this record would I ever go up to like someone else playing like a chord instrument and being like, "Hey, do you mind if we like mess with that? Do you mind if we mm-hmm. do that?" Yeah. So it was like the first chance I got to do something like that. And I, I even I got to play guitar and like, banjo. And banjo. Yeah. I played a little bit of trumpet, but you can't hear it because it's auto-tuned. <laughs> so <laughs> um, <laughs> melodyne. And, yeah, it's Valentine trumpet. <laughs> sh- sh- shit. It's and so just... like I never get to, I never got to do that before. But uh, producing the album was definitely like. I think that may be the most important influence to me was just being able to produce it. Um, having that freedom really made me feel like I could do something, like I could actually do something, mm-hmm. besides just being a drummer. I don't, I don't really like to say that. Uh, I want to, yeah. I mean, I like I'm a drummer, obviously, You're but a like, musician. I want to be a musician. Ooh. Let's me be musician, you are. mother. <laughs> mother.
6: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah.
4: Um, so I
3: think we're going to wrap up pretty soon, but uh, yeah. I. Th- so the album the album's liminal the right albums. Uh, any yeah. physicals or just streaming we do have physicals we have physicals. do have physicals yeah. then I could tell our audience to go buy yeah
4: Yeah. yeah you, you have to come to us in person they're not in stores although no, we we're figuring can. it out <laughs> we yeah. don't have
1: enough oh that said we're playing a show
4: July 11th I, yeah, yeah. We're, gonna, uh, we're gonna have them there how'd you know I,
0: something on the internet told me. <laughs> Who? Who was it? <laughs> yeah. So knowing? I think we're going to go out on this last song. Oh, so okay. We're all right. Thank you so much for coming and being thank on for Return thank and you. talking with
3: us. Thanks. It's been awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thanks,
4: thanks, guys. Thank you so much.
0: They can find you
3: us. at Chase Petra Music on all socials. the
1: one. Yep. Chase Petra Music. Chase Petra Music. Yeah, make sure to
3: catch Chase at the Satellite
0: on July 11th at- uh, in the evening time.
1: In the evening.
5: <laughs> At 8.45.
1: Oh, oh wow. specific. This last song is called In an Emergency Such as the End of the World. <laughs>